Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Summer is coming. Are you ready to unveil that beach pod? Manscaped is here to ensure your body is ready for the wild with their game-changing full-body grooming and hygiene product. Don't be the guy at the beach with Austin Powers chest hair. And maybe you've grown some winter man tits. At least you can make them hairless. It's time to get ready for hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com and getting 20% off and free shipping with my promo code Bubba. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full-body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. The kit comes with the essential lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formations to round out your grooming routine. Whether you're trimming your chest or your treasure chest in your pant, doesn't matter. This is the best trimmer on the market. Inside the performance package, you're going to find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Ball Toner, Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, and Moisturizer. Because we all know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing your bathing suit all day. Nobody likes nose hairs, so their package comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0 as well. You're also going to get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag, about a $39 value, and the patented high-performance reduced chafing Manscaped boxers. And if you're wearing sandals, you're going to need to get the Manscaped Shears 2.0 Nail Kit. Having the right tools for grooming is essential. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with promo code Bubba at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with promo code Bubba at Manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles at Manscaped.com. Escape.com, promo code Bubba. Like, like a Johnny Gomes utility guy. Two and a half million. Here we go, here we go. I don't know if we're on, if we're on or not. Let me. You can get your. You're standing by. Let me know uh, our onness, if you will. Looks like we're live. We are live. Yes, yes, Lummy. We are live. We are live. It's me. Uh, it's Lummy. <clears throat> it's Rhett uh, and Brian Matroni. As we're going to get into some sports stuff. Welcome to the Bubble the Love Sponge Show after uh, a- after show. Lummy, I just did it right here. Hold on. We're only a hundred and seven, a hundred and fourteen thousand. Now we usually do on a bad month. I should, I probably shouldn't tell people my business, but fuck it, I don't care. Fuck it. Uh, like podcasting wise, on a bad month we'll do like a hundred and seventy thousand, and on a good month we'll do like two hundred thousand downloads. Right. Well, we're only a hundred and four. Like we haven't done as low as a hundred and fourteen thousand since like we almost started the motherfucker. So nice. you know we're going to hit six million, and you know I'm going to have to tell that story mm-hmm. of the famous person that I fought. And listen, Brian, you know her. She would you not agree that she at the time that I fucked her, she was pretty pop culturally famous. Oh, huge! And actually, it's kind of funny, and I don't want to say too much, but there was something I saw online recently that kind of ties in with it. Really? Yeah. Like recently, and it, it it within the last week. Wow, that kind of what maybe ties into what I'm saying. Just, yeah, okay. yeah, All yeah. Right. I, I'm gonna see if I can find it, and I'll 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 email it to you or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, 
but it came up recently. Per, no, but I got to. I'm, I'm not. I'm not but sure like, if I'm going to be able to find. Well, let it. me see. Like, like, did it come up that she was in Chicago during that time period? Or did... no, 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 no. This has more to do with um, with her being attractive and and things like that. <clears throat> oh, okay. All right. So on our six millionth download on our podcast world, which by the way, anyway, you anywhere you get podcasting, which let me, I think with our new shit that we're getting ready to do, our podcasting world, we're getting some new, you know, people like more people to distribute that too. Yes, I think so. Uh, but when we have Brian in, oh, let me check the calendar, Brian, because I want to make sure I want to make sure I got your rest of the year calendar because I may have somebody else come in in lieu of you being here on the days you can't make it. So okay. here's, here's what I got. I got you locked in for the 2nd, the 9th, uh-huh. the 16th. No, 16th, I'm out. I, I emailed you. Okay. That, that was the uh, one you uh, thought I was going to be out that Thursday, but it was uh, right, it's my, the great American teaching. That, I'm ain't, nothing, that ain't nothing but a scratch off. Yep. So I got you locked for November. I got you the 2nd, the 9th, and the 30th. Yep. Okay. Of course, we're off on the... T- the 23rd is Thanksgiving. And then I got you December 7th. Yes. Yes. December 14th. No. Correct. And then we don't know. We're, we're completely off on the 28th and the 21st is just, uh, we're going to probably end up doing what, let me, what are we doing? Is it 11 to one or 10 to what, what, what are we doing? We're, we haven't really officially let me announced know on the 21st. it, but yeah, we were if talking about maybe me, 11 to I'd one. Like, we're like, on the 21st, let me, I mean, uh, Brian, we're looking, we're going to do middays at 18, 19, 20, 21, and 22. We're going to probably end up doing like 11 to one or 11 to two. I, I can keep myself open on that. Perfect. So, so I got, I'm going to put Brian. Just let me know what it is. Yeah, we'll give it to you. I would say that... And then I can't do the fourth. I'm flying back from Tahoe. Okay, hold on. Fourth, no B. Tahoe's so fucking pretty. Oh, yeah, my going, God. We're taking my daughter skiing for the first time. My wife's going to learn to snowboard, and what I'm going to sip area. hot cocoa in the What a beautiful... What an absolutely oh, nice. fucking beautiful... My dad took me there this summer when I went and visited uh, Reno, and oh, my God. That... Now, hold on, Brian. You want to talk about money. You get into some of the real oh, yeah. big, big, big pads down below. Yeah, mm. no, they, they've they've got that's uh, that's that's gold money. That's next level. That's gold rush. That's generate. That's generational wealth money. Yep. Ah. So, uh, you know, Brian is here. Brian probably knows more about sports. Let me. Would you say Brian knows more about sports than you do? I would say yes. I'd say it's close. Uh, I would say uh, yeah. I, I know a lot about the history of things. Rat. Are you, Rat? Are you are you participating today on the sports deal, or are you? Are you I am. I'm just. I'm running there. around trying to fix some stuff but, right now. But here's the thing, bud. Just uh, you know, tell me when you're back. Go, okay. Go do your shit, and then just say Rat reporting back. Okay. Your mic will be on. Thank we'll you. Be ready for you. <clears throat> so first, we're going to talk about the Packers, Brian. Yeah. Is, and I'm not seeing a lot of it. I'm seeing a lot of Matt Lafleur. Matt. They're calling him Matt uh, Lafailier. Matt LaFailure on the hot seat, Joe Barry on the or Joe B. Hall, whoever the fucking defensive coordinator is, on the hot seat, when realistically, the fucking general manager is the one that caused all of this issue, which he's the motherfucker that went out, would you not say, Brian, that all of this, every fucking ounce of what the Packers are going through is the direct correlation of Brian Gukelfuxt going out and drafting Jordan Love, moving up 
to draft a guy that most people had as a late second rounder, early third rounder from little known Utah State, didn't have that impressive of a combine and didn't have that good of a senior year, only played really one year for when we're fucking talking about Utah fucking state here. And when he played the USC's and the UCLA's and the Washington's and that, he got his ass kicked. If you look at how he, how well he did in college versus good teams versus bad teams. Right. He, 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 he there's, there's a stat that I've seen with regards to that. But all of this, just, just two, just two years ago, you had Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Zadarius Smith, you had some fucking dogs on that team. That's why you went to the NFC Championship game two years in a row. And my question to you, Brian, is, was Aaron Rodgers that good to keep a shitty team together? And when he's gone, the real fucking talent, you, you get the level of what you drafted, what you fucking, the, the quarterback that you think your future is. All, when Aaron Rodgers is gone, it shows you the true fucking value of that team. Well, well you saw that Guckenkunz came out yesterday and talked about uh, he wasn't sold yet on Jordan Love's future with the Packers. So he's almost admitting that uh, they need more time to evaluate him. They're not sure if he's going to be back next year. Yeah, so Brian, like, so, I mean, so, you, so, so he came out and said that yesterday. Didn't you? Now, listen, let me just give you a little history lesson of the Green Bay Packers, Brian, real fast. One, Ron Wolf comes in from the Jets. And his first fucking thing that he does, this is in this is in 1992, Feb, January, February of 92. He, he, he gets an out. He leaves the Jets and Ron Wolf comes to be the new general manager of the Green Bay Packers. And the first fucking thing he does is he calls the Atlanta Falcons and says, will you guys take a second rounder for Brett Favre? And they're like, fuck, yeah. See you later, Brett Favre. So that's his. You know, when you're talking about Ron Wolf's thumbprint, Ron Wolf was also the guy that went out and got fucking Reggie White, too. So, uh, you know, I think that speaks volumes in itself for with regards to your uh, how well of a general manager. Then Ted Thompson takes over for Ron Wolf, and Ted Thompson's fucking big revelation is, hey, Favre's getting a little kooky. He's getting a little fucking, I'm going to play, I'm not going to play. I'm going to go get my quarterback. That guy ends up being motherfucking Aaron Rodgers. I think Ted Thompson might have fucking nailed it as well. Uh, let's not forget Ron Wolf also went out and got Darren Woodson. Uh no, was is that who? Yeah, the guy that played for uh, the the DB for, uh, for Charles the Woodson. Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson. I'm back. He went out and got Charles Woodson. So I mean, you know, if if a general manager's thumbprint is your quarterback that you go out and get, like the guy from Kansas City, motherfucker should be you know having parades for him every day. He went out and got Mahomes, right? Yep. Guy from Buffalo. Guy from fucking San Diego. I mean, I mean let's 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 be honest. D- Detroit fucking general manager fleeced the fucking Rams. No, they didn't. The Rams. Let's say, that's that trade is one of the rare ones that has worked out for both teams. Well, I'm just saying that's they, one of the rare ones because you win a Super Bowl. I'm sorry, I don't care what you did, what you had to do. Just like Brady with the Bucks, absolute success. But, Should they have won two? Yes. Hold but on, winning one. But that's the guy, all that matters. But the guy from Detroit has made some great fucking moves, and they're now a co- very competitive team. I mean, they're winning. The, they're winning. Although the NFC sent North, NFC Norris is a shitty fucking you know 
And now did you see Kirk Cousins is out. He has the same yeah. injury that uh, Rodgers yep, has. Achilles blowed. <laughs> yeah, blowed. And you can't run, yeah, Ron so, Wolf brought in Reggie White, which changed Yeah, Ron the Wolf brought, brought in Reggie White. Brian Gukahunt, do you know what his big fucking revelation trade was This just two days ago? He traded a, a, a fucking cornerback who happens to be, Raul Douglas, happens to be one of our more consistent ass buckets back there. Not to be confused with Jair Alexander, who we made the highest paid corner in the league and hasn't had fucking, I mean, literally, I was watching the game last weekend, and he literally gives, he gives the guy the inside track. He lines up on the guy's outside shoulder, and he was given that rookie, that number three guy from the Vikings who's fucking all-world. He was giving him like you know a like a, a five to seven yard buffer before he even bodied up on him. <clears throat> I mean, Dion's a really good friend of mine, and in talking to Dion, one of the things Dion, one of the reasons why Dion was so good, and this is his explanation, and you can probably see him say this several times on different sources, but is he bodied you up? He made contact with you at the earliest point he could to disrupt you and try to get you off your first step. And then he happened to be quick enough to be able to make up the difference once that guy got a foot on him. You know what I'm saying? So Dion jammed you at the line. Dion was nose up on you at the line. I, I I think that if you're if you're a respectable cornerback, that's how you play. You can't play seven yards off the ball. Well, I sent you his Can press you? conference yesterday. No, you can't. I mean, if anymore. your D coordinator is telling you to, then well, and it's it's all matchups. I mean, I guess who it's all you, belt, oh, skill you, set, right? Who are you yeah. guarding? Who's Razul Douglas assigned to? You know, he, um, so hold on. This fucking ass bucket Google hunts. What should he have done for the trade? He should have gone. He's got. They got a ton of trade. I mean, let me. They got one. They got one first rounder. They got two seconds. They got, I think, two thirds. Like, I mean, the Packers are chock full of trade. I would have fucking, there has to be some backup offensive lineman that's, you know, pretty fucking good that somebody would take a second or third rounder for. Well, the reason why he did it, he came out and said yesterday in his press conference, he said uh, it's in their best interest long term because if you get a third round pick, it's going to be kind of a player within the top 100, probably going to be in the top 50 players that you have on your board. so So we're so young and so desperate that, Every person, I think, except one, may, all eight or seven draft picks, including the seventh rounder, made the team this year. And all but three made the team last year. Like, they're desperate for fucking talent. And, well, Brian, let's not forget, that, that all two years back, ago, they had Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers. But that all goes back to the deal that they gave Rodgers. I mean, it put them in cap hell. It, the, the problem for the Packers is this. They should have moved on from Aaron Rodgers when they drafted or year after drafting Jordan Love. That's when they should have moved on from Aaron Rodgers. And the fact that they didn't, so they had a malcontent there. They had a guy who didn't want to be with the organization. But it was repairable. Who took every penny so he could fucking get. repairable. Who didn't work his contract out to help the team. Who didn't do anything to help Green Bay. He, had, he, he was fine tanking that team. But what the, what you're seeing is the difference between a veteran quarterback and essentially a rookie quarterback. Yeah. You can call Jordan Love experience. He has, no. doesn't he's got have experience games. in shit. Eight, he's got eight games. Yeah. So, you know, Aaron Rodgers hid a lot of the deficiencies. Right. But Green Bay's offensive line is terrible. They're not running the ball. They're no. not they're not running the ball with any and, success. And, and, and Aaron ta- Jones has been dinged up. And they're talking about, man, we need a running back. Motherfucker, no, you don't. 
Get Aaron Jones healthy. Get rid of AJ Dillon because I think he gained twenty two pounds over the fucking over the over the offseason, like like Eddie Lacy. And 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 go out and man, and then the the deal. I mean, all this stuff that we talk about, Brian, is all on Brian Gukelkunst. He went out and gave Bakhtiera the largest tackle contract in the history of the league at the time. He went out and gave Shaiir Alexander the largest cornerback contract no, at no, the time. Alexander's not that not costing <clears throat> him a ton. Mm, okay, look at it. Yeah, his his uh, he's he's on. Uh, let's see here. Jair Alexander, I think, is one of the top paid corners. Um, his yearly cash, 14, 15, 17. Uh, this year he's earning $14.25 million. He, What I'm saying is this all, do you agree with me that all, or do you not, that all of this drama started when Brian Gukelkunst did not pick up the phone and get Aaron Rodgers' approval on drafting Love, and Love is not as talented as they thought he was. Yeah, I think it's showing. It is interesting, though, because if if we replay the audio from the second week or the first week of the season, you were just over the moon with Aaron Love. Uh, Jordan Love. Jordan Love. I'm sorry, I said Aaron Love. Jordan Love, you were over the moon with him. You're like, oh my goodness, he's got we we didn't know he wasn't a practice bomb that we thought he. Was. I mean, you were you were sold, you were sold on him after two weeks. I, I yeah. now granted they were playing the Bears in Week One, right? Which, uh, I mean, and, and 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 here and they barely won that game. No, no, they blew the Bears out. No, they didn't. I don't think they blew the Bears out this year. I think they barely the first won week it. of the season. Yeah, I think they blew them out. Well, whatever. Oh, we'll check that. Do you think that Google Kunst is on? The fucking hot seat right now. Yeah, I, I think he's got to be. I think you're looking at a rebuild here. Yeah, they beat the Bears 38 to 20. It wasn't particularly okay. All right. close. And then they won week two. No, they, they lost week two in a close one to the Falcons on the road. Oh, yeah. 25 and that, 24. And that was a choke. That and then was they a fucking, beat the Saints by a point. And that was a that was a prayer. And then and then everything else has just been a complete fuck fuck fest since. Yeah, they lost to the Raiders. Now they you, were would, losing close. I mean, the Raiders you, and Broncos yeah, were but, close games. But both look at both of those teams. Yeah. Fucking. I mean, I get it. I mean, the Raiders more just pathetic. fired everybody. I mean, when the Raiders played the Packers and their Packers played the Broncos, it it should have been deemed which team is more fucking pathetic. Oh, real quick, <laughs> did you hear the story that emerged on how Mark Davis fired? Oh, that's that's fake, though. It is fake. Yeah. Oh man, that would have been awesome if he it was fired real. after the game. Yeah, right after the game. Okay. Yeah. That it's crazy been. that the. Well, I mean, was it really in the athletic article? Because it's behind a paywall, so I didn't know for sure. But I first saw that it came from the athletic. Yeah, I saw is, that too, which is why I thought there might be some credibility to it. Yeah, I wanted to believe it. That would I have wanted been to. I so wanted to believe that but story. The bad, <laughs> but the bad thing about the Packers is the way that they're wired and the way that they're structured is they have a president of of football operations and his name is Mark Murphy. He's not the old player for the Packers. He used to play. I think at one time he was a player for the Redskins or Washington. But he's a, you know, he's he's a football guru and he he and the the Packers have a president that runs the team and then a general manager who is in charge of all personnel and then a, then a head coach. Well, hmm. Mark Murphy the president of the of the Packers, the Packers have it set up where they have a board of directors, and the and the president reports to the board of directors. Well, 
at the age of 70, they have a rule that the age of 70, the Green Bay Packer president has to resign at the age of 70. The United States of America should have that same rule. Are you, t- you know what? The Packers might be onto something there. <laughs> They're onto something <laughs> you know there. I mean? Really? Yeah. At the age of 70, yes. you have to retire? Yes, it's called, and then it's called like something emeritus. What's it called, Brian, when you're on a... Em- emeritus? Or, yes. Yeah. And then you then you go on the board as an emeritus, you know, like... You know, you you go then you transfer from being the president of the bo- of the team to now being on the board emeritus, like emeritus or something like that. And then the board finds within the board within the board of directors they elect a new president. So this president, the current president now, Mark Murphy, he has to resign in July of 2025. And so now all the because because I. I keep up with the Packers pretty extensively in the forums and stuff. They're all like, okay, now is Mark Murphy just going to hold on for another year and a half and then they just clean house with everybody? Or does he, you know, as he's going out, as he's you know, he's kind of a lame duck president at this point, he gets rid of Google Kunst because, I mean, God... At the end of the fucking day, this is the guy that's caused all the problems, Brian. Well, here's the thing, right? If, I mean, that you could only, you're only as good as the personnel that your general manager gives you. If you're going to rebuild, if you look at that roster and you say this is not fixable, there's not. We have too many weaknesses. We are in a true rebuild. We don't have a quarterback. Jordan Love ain't it. If that's truly where you're at, then you have to bring in a new GM and a new head coach so that they can start utilizing these high draft picks. They have a first, two seconds, and two thirds in in this year's draft to bring in the guys that they want that will fit their system. But hold on. And also, this Google Kunst, he does no trading. He does nothing to better his team. He let Zadarius Smith go two years ago. He let Devontae Adams go. That has to be the biggest fuck-up. Well, because But no, Devontae Adams said, he let Jordy Nelson go. There's been players that have come out and said, Brian, we wanted to stay a Packer and we would have given them a team-friendly deal. But in Jordy Nelson's situation, Brian Kukulost didn't even have a conversation with him. Like, he didn't even call Jordy Nelson's agent and offer him a deal. They're just, they just didn't want Jordy. That's where the wheels of trust begin to, began to fall off with Rodgers because Rodgers loved Jordy Nelson. <clears throat> And I think Jordy went on to sign with the. With, he, went, he played one season with, with the Raiders after for like that. eight million. He yeah, he played one season with Oakland and, after that, and, and, and he and, had it was an okay season for him actually. Yeah, it was. Yes, but, his but, last, but hold on, he would have played for four for the Packers. His seven, his 2017 season with the Packers though was pretty bad. I mean, he only had 482 yards receiving over. I think he was hurt. No, he played 15 games. All right, whatever. I'm just saying it, a, it was, full, when, it was when, an indicator. When, a 32 two year old Hall receiver. of Fame quarterback wants a guy that will take a team friendly deal for familiarity. You fucking do the deal. You have an open line of communications. There's only about. But how much do we people, believe that he would have come back to them for three million dollars? He said. I know he says it. Well, I mean, I know he says I, it. I have no reason to think that he would lie. What I want to be good. In, I want to be good with the Green Bay people too. So <clears throat> when I go to do my sports card signings and everything, that they all don't all hate right, me for leaving okay. the team. All right, listen, listen to me. When you have a guy like Aaron Rodgers and that Jordy Nelson deal that happened, what year? 2018. All right. So you know that was uh, you know two, three MVPs ago. Aaron Rodgers is fucking, you know, all world at this point. You keep that guy happy because arguably there's only in in our lifetime, 
there's only been five, six guys that are in the same league, or I should say Aaron Rodgers is in the same league as them. Oh, no. There's more than that. Really? Yeah. I put Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre. Drew Brees. Uh, okay. Oh, no. uh, about okay. it. He has All as right. many Super Bowl championships right. as Rogers. All right. Drew Brees. There you go. Definitely. Then, uh, Joe then, Montana. No, no, no. I Steve, said, you no, said no, our no, lifetime. No, no, no. Okay. I'm talking about. Like, oh, you said. I'm sorry. You said recently. our lifetime. I'm talking about. Our recent lifetime. Of course, there's Joe Montana. Of Dan course, Marino. Of, of course, there's Dan Marino. John of course, there's Roger I'm sorry, Stallback. You said in our there's lifetime. Terry Bradshaw. Well, that's in your lifetime, old man. I'm just saying. In our lifetime, in here. I. Let me one of these days. I am going to get up and just slap the fucking. Hey, Bubba, piss for a hundred thousandth uh, <laughs> subscriber, you can beat the shit out of Brian so, for our show. So <laughs> like, I'll do it for the five hundred thousand. What do the? I mean, do you not agree that this guy's in this motherfucker right here? Hold on here, let me so that you can see him. Brian Kukul, <clears throat> this this motherfucker right here, pretty much single handedly dis, dis, dismantled the Green Bay Packers. From the Jordy Nelson to the fucking Devontae Adams to the to the to the to the I mean, let's just fundamentally talk about one thing and one thing only. The drafting of Jordan Love. I think we can now say, Brian, that he's not what Brian Gukelhunts thought he was going to be because you don't get rid of Aaron Rodgers. You don't get rid of his favorite receiver. If this guy is your quarterback, if this guy is your next Patrick Mahomes, you don't do that. Well, the problem is you, if you were going to do that, you do that when the team was better. I mean, if you think he's your future, now you bring him into this depleted squad. You know, they don't have Bakhtiari. Their offensive line is a joke. They have nothing but young receivers around him. They don't have an established wideout. They have uh, their number one running back, who's been literally hamstrung all season. Uh, you know, I, I, he's Jordan Love doesn't look the part. I will say that, right? But at the same time, he's been up against it. I mean, it's it's not like he's been put into an ideal situation where he's expected to thrive. Are they much better on paper than Carolina? Are they much better on paper than Houston? And and those are rookie quarterbacks down there. And yeah, Jordan Love's not a true rookie, but playing experience wise, he's a rookie. He's an NFL rookie when it comes to game experience. So I, you know, he's not terrible, but he's you know. So Walter Football is a is an online site. You're familiar with it, right? Yeah. Let me. Yep. This guy does really good draft analysis and has his own site. Really, really old old school looking site. Not a lot of money into it. But he had the perfect comparison for Jordan Love. And I'm going to go through his strengths and his weaknesses that he had, and you tell me. Walter Football? Yeah. So these are the weaknesses he had for Jordan Love. Poor field vision. Has to improve working through his progressions. Must get more consistent at reading defenses. Often stares down his primary read. Needs to learn to move coverage with his eyes. Could improve on his decision-making. Has some turnover issues. Has some accuracy issues. Will need to improve his footwork. And then he compared him to Blake Bortles. And I think that what How's we're Blake seeing, Bortles doing nowadays? Well, not good. Not good and he and he didn't have a, a lengthy NFL career. He had a, a you know like one good season with Jacksonville, I think. But um, but I think it's spot on. I mean, this isn't a franchise quarterback. If you're comparing somebody to Blake Bortles, you're saying they're not going to be able to lead you to to anything, right? So you got to move on from him. You got to and and I will say this: 
Jordan Love statistically right now with the numbers that he's putting up, probably slightly better than Blake Bortles, but not tremendously so. You think so that, hold on. The general manager that pissed off the Hall of Fame quarterback, which which then triggered a series of, 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 of stuff, shouldn't be held uh, accountable for that draft pick? No, they should move on from him. I mean, that guy fucked it up. If they were, if they had a general manager like 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 Jason Light, Jason Light picked up the phone and got Tom Brady's opinion on Trask. Now they weren't right, but when, <laughs> before they drafted Trask, they called Tom Brady up and said, "Tom, here's a couple guys we're looking at. Three, four, five. Can you tell us? You know, give us, I'll give you a couple weeks. Can you tell us who you might be able to work with? Who you like? You know, and and, and he did. He gave them. That's all Aaron Rodgers wanted. He wanted to be communicated with, and with a guy with that skill set. I mean, I think we'll all agree that he's a good he's a good quarterback. He may choke in the playoffs, but he's pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. You that guy's earned that respect that you pick up the phone and say, "Hey, first of all, I think they were a year or two early, and even trying to find his fucking replacement." Yeah. I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, he had a lot of meat left on his bone when they're fucking drafting some shit bucket from a, And listen, he's coming from Utah State. It's not like he's coming from Alabama or Georgia or Clemson or UCLA or fucking, you know, Texas or some, you know, just absolutely institution of football. He's coming from fucking Utah State. What what the fuck have they done? Well, back then, too, in 2020, uh, a lot of those small colleges were producing some of the starters in the oh, NFL at the time. How about Utah State? How many they've ever produced? I don't think any. Thanks. Do you think this has anything to do with the Green Bay Packers hosting the NFL draft in 2025? They want to make a big splash? No. Get rid of everybody? I don't think, no, because no. they're going to they're be in line potentially to draft Caleb Williams this year. They may not win <laughs> I'm another I'm talking game. about the GM, the coach, the, everything. Is Caleb... Yeah, but with come with Caleb Williams comes at he wants ownership in the fucking team. First of all, yeah. that is absolutely like no team will never go for that, never. And the only way a team would ever go for I'm going to give you some ownership in the team is only on the Tom Brady's, the Peyton Mannings, those type of guys on the last part of their career. You give them five, six, eight, ten points like they did Gruden. So you know. And you may and you fold them into ownership. You, I could see you. You could maybe do that with a handful of guys that have ever played this game. Not a motherfucker that's just never, never taken an NFL snap. Like right, Brian. Like you. There, yeah. There's no fucking you, way. You don't get to come in here and call the shots. I like you know if- Peyton Manning. You know I. I could see where the Denver's may have scratched him up a few. I could see where the Bucks. I think the Bucks fucked up by not offering Brady. Ownership. Well, their owners are very stingy with their ownership. I know they are, but I'm just saying, like, hey, you know what, uh, uh, Tom? 10% of the team, and we'll start grooming you. I mean, fuck, John Lynch is one of the best general managers in the National Football League. Well, here's, he, Is he not? Here's yes. the thing. Is he not? Yes. Here's why it's short-sighted. You give Brady 5% of the franchise, right? He's around the franchise. He is a an attention magnet. He's a media uh, magnet. Hold on. He's you, a ticket selling. He's motherfucker. a ticket seller. If he's there at the stadium, yep. people will want to be there. Yep. If he's doing press conferences every couple weeks, he's like you know he's an ambassador. And w- with 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 maybe the mindset, Brian, that that Jason Light's kind of maybe try to roll him into a GM role like like they did with Lynch. Yeah. I mean, listen, Tom Brady is as football smart as John fucking Lynch is all day. 
right? Not if you pick Kyle Trask, but maybe you pick Kyle Trask because he didn't want real competition. I'm just saying. You know, there there is a handful, two, three guys that have ever been able to – you know, establish that type of demand, and some stupid fucking rookie from the U- from USC who sp- is not that. Watch Johnny Manziel, Johnny Football on Netflix, and you—I mean, literally—is it not Brian fifty-fifty on whether that first-round f- future franchise quarterback even fucking? Ma- you have the Jamar Russells, you have the fucking mm-hmm. <clears throat> Todd Marinoviches, you have the fucking Tim Tim Ryan Leaves. Tim Couch, Ryan Leafs, you got Johnny Manziel. You got Johnny Manziel. You got Carr. I mean, it's 50-50 at best that the motherfucker is even going to be good enough to be a 10-15 year starter, let alone fucking the quality of a Joe Montana or a Tom Brady or an Aaron Rodgers or a Brett Favre or, you know, a a, a fucking, you know, uh Roger Staubach, Troy Aikman. You know, those are so far fucking in between. That guy from, Brian, that guy from USC, like, he better change his fucking attitude a little bit. you know. and Like, he said he's demanding ownership. Fuck off. I'm concerned. I don't think he's that good. I'm concerned if I'm an NFL team because of this, okay? You look at who they played this season. The only two teams with decent defenses that they played were Notre Dame and Utah. Loss and loss. Loss and loss. Not just loss and loss, but 199 yards on 37 passes against Notre Dame and 256 yards on 34 passes against Utah. With Notre Dame. One touchdown, three interception combined. I mean, he, he he did not do well in those games. He didn't even run well in those games. He did run for one touchdown. 10 carries for 27 yards against Utah and 13 for negative eight against Notre Dame. I, I against that my fear is against yeah inferior competition he's looked unstoppable. I'll tell you man, I like the kid from Oklahoma. Squeaked by Cal. I like Dylan I, Gabriel. I like him and I like the kid from fucking Washington. The North who, Carolina kid way, is on. the atypical prototypical NFL quarterback. The guy from Washington, yeah. Penix. He's Michael from, Penix he, Jr. He, he, he's from, from Tampa. From, no, Landa Lakes. Yeah. Well, yeah, he went to Tampa oh. Tech. Yeah. Tampa Bay Tech, yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. The, the the I I like the kid from uh, Oregon, the Bo the Bo Nix kid. I thought he's fucking. I, I, I he looks like a standard drop back, composed, you know, Tom Brady kind of guy. Does so he does, not? Yeah. And so does the uh, UNC quarterback, Drake May. Yeah, Drake May is probably going. If if Caleb Williams keeps it up, Drake May is going to be the number one pick. Uh, if he keeps up with what he's doing, yeah, you know, he's, as, as far as being an, an, an ass the kid from The kid from Georgia uh, is good as fuck. Uh, Spencer Beck, Strider? No, Carson Beck. Oh, Carson Beck. I think that's his name. Uh, but, I mean, you know, there's there's not a guy in, in, in the potential quarterback draft that would warrant ownership. And when this motherfucker, this Caleb Williams dude, Says I hasn't Elami he thrown that out there that, oh, he, yeah. that he that he wants ownership and he's also said a week before maybe two weeks before that he won't go he has a uh, seven teams that he'll play for and if the, he doesn't get drafted by them he'll go back and play because he can make more money playing for yeah. college than I mean putting up some numbers man twenty one touchdowns only one pick on the season seventy eight point three percent completion percent yeah he's he's a good I mean good. if you want uh, more of a sure thing. His ceiling may not be as high as some of these other guys, but you're completing 80% of your passes 
with 21 touchdowns. I'm gonna tell you that kid from fucking Alabama. Remember they were having a little bit of a controversy on that. that I think that yep. that black kid, Jalen. Yeah, he's he's Milro. Oh yeah, he I think yeah. He, I think he threw for over 300 against A and M. Um, it, he's, it, not good. They're not. He, no. He's been a little is, inconsistent this year, Milro Jimbo, in particular. Is Jimbo finally gone? He, no, Jimbo. They're waiting for Jimbo to get under seventy million buyout. <laughs> yeah, they have so much like money there, but they. I, I've been on expensive. the fire Jimbo train for a long time. Oh, yeah, I but know. they didn't want to give one hundred and twenty million to to fire him two years ago. I think uh, after next you, year, it's he very gets under, easy yeah. to get him fired. You yeah. get a. You find up a, a hot cheerleader at your school that's willing to take one for the boost. You do a honeypot, Willie. You honeypot him up, and then you say, "Oh, he broke his morality clause. We gotta, we gotta get rid of him." And then I'm, you I'm, settle out of court for half of whatever he's owed. I it's gotta, the American way. I gotta tell you, man, the kid from Florida State. Yeah, he's good. Uh, Travis, the, thir- thir- yeah. the thirteen is he number thirteen? Yeah, yeah, I think he's he's, 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 he's under he's undersized. Is he? Yeah, he's he's a little lanky. Put his, a little muscle on him. Yeah, that you, he's six one two twelve. I'm not. I'm not sold on the kid. Undersized. I'm not sold on the kid from Notre Dame, the Hartman kid. I'm not sold on him since uh, they got their ass kicked by Kentucky. He was good at Wake Forest, but yeah, he's he's a he's now, a little small right. too. So let's shift. Gear. I mean, Brian, does my buddy Google Kunst? Do they finally get rid of this guy? I mean, who goes first, Lafleur or Google Kunst? Who goes first? Think, or do they both go I at think the they same? They both go at the same time. <laughs> For real, be, it won't be after this year. It'll be next year. It may be. Opinion. It may be this year. Mm. We'll see. It be, I would do it this year because you have five uh, first and second day picks, and, and, and you've got to you get, get you've got to get the system. You got to get the new guy's mentality. This is the draft that you that, that the new guy, and if he's good at drafting. Could 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 make a difference. Well, with, you, you, you have I mean, to you got do some it. pretty damn good draft credit. But, I mean, you got not some just good that. Draft. You got the Jets number, the Jets second round pick, which is going to be what thirty sixth at thirty seventh, maybe. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers looks like he might be coming back the next week. Aaron Rodgers is standing on the field. Hold he's on. Not Are they saying back. that he might be? Oh yeah, he's been warming up and he's doing all throwing stuff. balls. He's not running around the field and cutting. Right. His his okay. Achilles he's, would hold explode. On. He's not. Again. He's not fucking running from the Bosa kid, right? No. When the Bosa motherfucker from San Fran comes one hundred and fifty miles an hour. Because he smoked your left tackle, and you have, to, and you got that motherfucker come with a bead on you. Tell me how your Achilles is going to work out. Oh, when you they try keep to... saying that he's going to come back. He keeps reporting I, it. I would love for them him to come back. Now, Brian, his the the deal is he has to take sixty five percent of the steps. He can't hit it now. It's no, no, no over. hold on. Even if they made it into the playoffs, I think it's regular season. Oh well, snaps, I want to look. But I'm not that. certain on that. But uh, even then, it's it's really close to him not being able to hit that number. They're over a third of the way through the season. So, I mean, it's what, week okay. nine, right? Okay, yeah. so, so the Packers don't get a number one out of the deal. I'd love for Aaron Rodgers, the better he would do, the more that would bury Gukelkunst, would it not? If, if, if Rodgers came in, took the Jets to the next two, three, four weeks, squeaked the Jets into the playoffs, and then went deep into the playoffs, and, and Lummy, you know, fucking party like Aaron oh, Rodgers yeah. knows how to party. Yep. How, what, Bryce in the that, first <clears throat> round of the playoffs? I mean, he they ain't, he ain't, he ain't a he ain't a deep run guy, guys. Come on. <laughs> I mean, they are four and three though without Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they're doing. I mean, Zach Wilson's clearly the truth. No, <laughs> so mommy, you, you, I mean, uh, Brian does Google cunts stay? Does he make it? Does he make it through? He shouldn't. He should be gone. I mean, this is clear that he has not assembled a good a, team. A good team. He cannot draft a good fucking team. And and he's given out contracts that are bad contracts in hindsight. <clears throat> 
Lummy, is this him? Uh, is this him? This is a long press conference. Yeah, talking about the trade, talking about his feelings on Jordan Love. Probably going to be in the top 50 of your questions. So what led to trade? Like, first of all, I mean, he wanted to get that a uh, higher draft pick. Oh, you know, it's a uh, that's a tough one. Because by the way, it's a tough one because uh, we're giving up the most yards on defense in the entire league. Uh, he happened to have a cup a pick, I think, and was actually one of the bright spots of our fucking cornerback. He was grading out pretty high. He graded out 15 points higher than uh, Jair right. Alexander has right. this year. That's what I'm saying. And you and, and you draft that guy? Trade him. Trade him. You draft. I mean, I'm sorry. You trade. You trade that guy. Trade Stop. high. You give. You give. You give him. You give the. You give. Well, you go to the Jets. The Bills. You give the Bills him and a fifth rounder, and you get a third rounder in return. And this is a starter, who who's graded higher than any other cornerback you have on your team, and and is facing way more uh, passes because they don't throw Alexander's way. Right. Of what he means to our team, but at the same time, you know, we weren't. Looking to move anybody. Um, got a call kind of um, out of the blue a few days ago, and it ended up being, you know, we kind of really- By the way, this motherfucker never picks up the, f- the the phone and calls anybody. He thinks his team. Motherfucker, if I was Bubba Gukakunst, I'd be on the phone saying, <clears throat> let me, I'd be going through every roster, finding out who ba- has a good backup left tackle. There's got to be somebody who's got a pretty fucking good left tackle. Your your current left tackle's just nailing it, and I got a second and a third. Brian, you know that mm. most teams would take a second and a third but, but for a, a backup for a backup. Yeah, not, not, no, not in this NFL anymore. There's not it's, many good left tackles. Number one, there's not a lot of good left tackles. Number two, if you have a decent one, you're one snap away from needing to play that guy. Yeah. So unless you're a playoff contender. The playoff contenders are only going to be the ones that have two good left tackles. And by the way, if you're a good left tackle, you're playing a different position. Yeah, they you're got you right somewhere tackle, else you're on the line. Guard. You're not. If you're yeah. a good left tackle, you're the best lineman on the team. You can play anywhere on so, the line. So if you're second string left tackle because you're first first string stud, then you're probably first team right guard or right tackle, <clears throat> right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or left guard next to him. Well, let's see what this dumb fuck says. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm more worried about his fucking the way his hair looks. <laughs> The offer was kind of too good to pass up. Too good to pass up. A good player and a fifth rounder for a f- one third rounder. That's a good deal. Oh, it de- yeah. I mean, it depends. Is that if, a good deal, Brian? Hold on. If you're <clears throat> if you're looking at if you have a guy in mind with that extra third round pick that you are like, that's we need him as part of our future plan. Then it's not necessarily a terrible idea. <laughs> Your season isn't going anywhere. You're done. He's going to need that extra third to trade up in the first to get a quarterback. Yeah, he needs that third. He right. may, he's not going to have to trade up in the first. <laughs> they are going to be up in the first. He wants that number one pick, yeah. Brian. Yeah. He's going to be. He's going to be top ten. No, there's enough quarterback talent. You don't. You can be. You can be top ten pick, and you're going to be fine. Don't yeah. tell that to him. He trade up because yeah. look at the teams that are going to be down there. Carolina's not drafting a quarterback. Houston's not drafting a quarterback. Chicago. Cleveland's, not drafting a quarterback. Cleveland's probably not drafting a quarterback. You don't uh, think Chicago's going to draft a QB? Indianapolis. I don't know on Chicago. That's Indiana. an interesting one. I feel Indiana. like if they end up with picks one and two, it's what just, about? It's, it's going to be Caleb Williams and then Marvin Harrison. What about Bob? What about Tampa Bay Bucks? They're uh, they're not going. I don't think they're going to have a good enough pick to actually. No, this is the Baker Mayfield was the worst thing for the Bucks possible. Yeah. Losing with Trask would have been better. 
because going seven and nine in the NFL is the worst thing you can do. Seven and ten or eight and nine is the worst thing you can do. That's yeah, the you're going to end up with a mid round pick that's really just not going to help you. Like Logan Hall was their first round pick a couple of years ago, and he hasn't done. I mean, worse obviously helped us, but yeah. but you know you're you're going to get okay guys, but you're not going to get the guys you need to get into the playoffs and win a division. You're not going to make the one guy. Yeah. That'll make that difference. Right. You're not going to find him at 17 or 18. No. You're, and you're, More times than not. Right. You you usually, a guy that's going to make a difference and start in is usually a top 12 guy. You know, and, and that. Sometimes. You draft right. This guy won't. What, what Matt said after this past game was a mess. Did, did that have any bearing? In not at all. No. You know, Rizul's been a really good leader for us. Really positive leader for us. So Yeah. All the good things the guy was. He's yeah. a positive leader. Bright spot of the defense. Good leader on the Bills we're, now. We're gonna we're gonna let him go. Um, Bills know. Yeah. Bills know they can fleece the Packers because the Packers are being led by this stupid fuck. If I was every team in the league, I'd call up and just offer the stupidest trades ever, see if this guy would take it or he not. Probably would. <clears throat> hey, I'll give you a. I need a backup guy for next year. I'll give you a. I'll give you a sixth round, a sixth and a seventh for love. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's he's good yeah, backup. Yeah. But I think next year he's on a twenty-two. I think next year he's on a twenty-one million dollar deal. That's what they pick it up, I believe. It's no, I, off, I think right? it's already picked up. Oh, is it? I think, Brian, look into look into his contract. But I thought they, love they, yeah, they picked it up already. And I really? said, remember, I said it was a smart idea for for both of them. Twenty one the million. Time. Twenty one million. Really? Yeah. Well, no, he, he ain't playing like a twenty one million dollar guy. No, but but what's smart about it? Remember, is the Green Bay can cut him still. It's not guaranteed. Oh, I it's, think. it's it's cuttable. Yeah. Oh, well, then that is great because because uh, him and Bakhtiar are fucking kicking cans down the road. If I'm Bubba Grunkenhunt, I, I think I got to I got to go back and look at it. But I will think that's at, what I liked at, about it. Will you look at Bakhtiar's deal too? And so let me know. with Jordan Love, um, I feel like writing a handwritten letter to Jordan Love. You fucking are horrible. Oh wow, FBI would be here. They signed him all the way through. So okay, so yeah, they signed him to a two year deal. It would cost them. Dead cap is $12 million to cut him next year. So, yeah, they're stuck with him. See? My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, tech, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month to get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month go to mintmobile.com forward slash bubba that's mintmobile.com forward slash b-u-b-b-a cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash bubba 45 dollars upfront payment required equivalent to 15 a month new customers on first three-month plan only speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plans additional taxes fees and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? 
Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, uh, yeah, they're actually, it costs them more uh, to, get rid to of cut them than to keep them. Right. The cap hit to keep them so, is 7.7. So million. that's why you got Google Hunts coming on here now saying it's too early to, to, to the jury still out on Jordan Love because they know he's going to be their starter next year. I would say it, it is too early. I think he needs just a little bit more time. Let's let the team get healthy. Let's see how he plays down the stretch. He doesn't have an offensive line. He doesn't have a healthy running back. Christian Watson was out injured pretty much well, all season. Well, and he season. was a horrible fucking draft pick. He's not horrible. <laughs> he can't it, catch the fucking he's ball. He's not healthy. He's He doesn't have a lot of drops. He's just hasn't been on the field to play. 100 yards, 100 yards and penalties last week at the, the Green Bay Packers. But is that on Jordan Love? I don't know. It's I'm just everybody. saying, is that yeah, the, the, the team it's is not everybody. very good. Just undisciplined, Brian. I mean, they're, they're. What about Bakhtiera? What's his deal look like next year? I think. I think. I mean, they are fucking getting fleeced by him. I oh, think no, since that's, they, that's the worst. That's, that was yeah, that's going to turn out to be one of the worst contracts in NFL history. Um, the, the, what they overpaid for him. Because they gave him that deal and Go then look he that immediately deal. Look got that, hurt. Look, look that deal up for yeah, me if you on. could, please. And guess what? This motherfucker that's on my screen right now is the guy that fucking drafted him. I mean, is the guy? Well, yeah, he did draft him, but he's also the guy that gave him all the fucking money. So the minute that fucking Bakhtiari got his guaranteed Willie, he blowed out his fucking deal, and he hasn't played a game since. Or he's played, he's played two or three games. Google cunts blame. Uh, Aaron Rodgers for that kind of signing for because he loved Google Kunst for so much. Google Kunst is a cunt. So Bakhtiari has one more year left, thankfully. Um, but they really can't afford to ca- cut him because it's a twenty million dollar dead cap hit. <clears throat> His cap hit though is forty million dollars. He's a problem next year for them. He's a problem. They gotta trade him. Uh, I Jets. mean, nobody's gonna no, take. Nobody's him. gonna take. That. Nobody's gonna take. Nobody's him. Gonna the take Jets that ain't bomb. taking him they unless did. unless they retain unless, thirty now, million of now, that hold forty. On. Can can you as a player rip up your contract and redo it? Rogers did it for the Jets, did he not? You can restructure the deal. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. you're like like if or Buck, he could retire. That's but they still have to pay him. I think. Jesus. Well, guess who cut that deal? This fuck right here with the perfect deal. Well, he cut that deal not knowing the guy would get micro fracture, knee problems, and well, never he cut play that deal. Game. He cut that deal because he pissed off Aaron Rodgers, and he had to have an olive branch for Aaron Rodgers. The reason why he pissed off Aaron Rodgers is because he basically drafted fucking Aaron Rodgers' fucking replacement two or three years before he should have even thought about that. When he drafted Aaron Rodgers' replacement two or three years, like maybe this year, he should have consulted with Aaron Rodgers and said, hey, Aaron, get, get, tell me, who, who, who do you like? 
Aaron Rodgers has an input on that. Aaron Rodgers has an input as to whether Jordy Nelson stays. Aaron Rodgers has an input as to Devontae Adams staying. Aaron Rodgers has an input as to whether Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith and all these other motherfuckers are staying because Aaron Rodgers has proven himself to have that type of, 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 of whip in the league. This fuck wants to have all the whip. Well, we've given you all the whip, and look where you got us. Fucking horrible. Are the Bucks any better? I mean, at least you the don't. The Bucks ha- are in a better at least position. You don't have a J- at least you don't have a general. Ma- I mean, fucking Jason Light pretty much solidified himself as the greatest general manager of all times with what he pulled off with Brady. Right? Yeah, the Bucks are ultimately going to win more games. The Bucks are not selling pieces. Not just this season, but moving forward, they're in a better position. They have a better roster. They have better receivers on under contract. They have a better, uh, you know, a franchise offensive tackle. Um, their, their, you know, their defense. They've gotten younger and and didn't get a whole lot worse. Uh, There's on, a couple guys they're going to have to learn to live without. Like yeah. I, I don't think they re-signed Devin White. No, he they just, won't be able he, to afford him. He hasn't been playing well. I am bracing myself for that for them not to bring back Mike Evans. Yeah, they're not. I think it's time for Chris Godwin to get a legitimate shot at being a wide receiver one. Uh, they're already paying him over twenty million a year. And what, what are they paying Evans? Tw- <laughs> as of his last contract, right around twenty. 23.7 So they got like 44, 45 million tied up in the two? Yes. Is that the 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 most expensive uh, wide receiver duo in the league? I got to think it is. I don't think so. I want to say that might be Jacksonville because I don't know what they're paying Calvin Jackson, Ridley. And well, it's not. Jacksonville has Kirk, too. They're yeah. Yeah. Christian yeah, Kirk is Kirk. getting paid shit ton, like 30 mil or yeah. something. But he's worth it. He's their number one receiver. I mean, I did tell you, Jacksonville's going to... Jacksonville is going to surprise some people. Well, ja- the surprising thing about Jacksonville is that Trevor Lawrence is not playing well, and they're they're playing well. So that's the most surprising thing. Their defense, defense is opportunistic, <clears throat> yep. and uh, and obviously they have the running back game. But the Bucks are in good of, shape I'm next of this year. Google cunt guy, let me. I hate him. The Bucks are in good shape next year because even without reworking uh, Chris Godwin's contract, they have 48 million in cap space. So they went through cap hell this year, but the Bucks need to start losing so they can get better a better draft. Well, they that's the thing is they and do they don't, go after a quarterback? No, they go after a, they let Evans go and get a wide receiver. Mm. They'll draft a wide receiver and and yep. try to bring in somebody on free agency or something on the quarterback side. <clears throat> and, who, and who are what's what's the pool of those? Pe- give me some names as to who might be available on the you know free agent quarterback hopper. Let's see who the list is. We've uh, got uh, James Winston. James Winston. <clears throat> Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Coming back from his blown Achilles. No. He, hey, listen, I'm not the... Minnesota would lock him up. No, no, they, no, no they're, they're not going to. They're already they're like not going mentally to. moved on. Okay. He, was, he was bracing for this to be his last year. Okay. I'm not the biggest fan of Kirk Cousins, but he was playing well this year. He was playing really well, except for the fumbles. He was playing really well. i got to tell you something. I've always, you know, my team's played him twice a year forever, and I've, I see him. He's pretty fucking good. He's pretty damn good. When he's bad, he's bad all night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can tell by the end of the first quarter, it's gonna you be give a shitty that guy, game. You but. give that guy a little protection, though. You give him a little protection where he can go through his progressions. He's as good as anybody. I I like Cousins as a you know, and, and they're now going to get him on a discount. Yeah, because you know he blew Man, out his the Achilles. Bu- the Bucks come. I mean, uh, Cousins coming to the Bucks would be fucking great. He's their best. Uh, He's the best option, option, and they have the money to pay him. 
and they can get, bring in Godwin at number one, get a rookie, uh, a highly rated rookie wide or receiver. Or a free agent, or a free well, agent. Well, there's a lot of free agent wide oh, receivers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you're going to be overpaying for that. You you get the rookie in, and you, you, draft you can one build in the first a better round. team. You, just, you, you draft one you in the first round. You can build a better team than you can buy a better team right yeah. now. They, they're yeah. fine. They, they, they've they got a, a legitimate number one in Godwin. This, uh, what, the, 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 the young... Receiver. Trey Palmer. Trey Palmer is is looking every bit a, a successful slot receiver if, if you want to play him there. Yeah, you do. You but you draft like a you know another like like a six three six four guy. Mm-hmm. So you go in there. You can but you can bring in a, a veteran on a, on the wide receiver. I mean, there's a lot of veterans out there. So Brian, what happens when Google Guns finally has to admit that Jordan Love was not the guy we thought, and we let all of all of this calamity go in lieu of putting all of our stock into this guy and now this guy's literally you know you know out of the league cut back up willie what the fuck happens at that point somebody has to i mean at that well, point it, somebody I, has to be held accountable don't you i mean if they're going to give each of them another season then they've got next year but i i just think it's it's foolish and you should bring in even if you're stuck with love as your quarterback next year you should still start looking to the future and rebuilding that team needs to rebuild including the failure <clears throat> um no i i, I you General either, manager you or either, head coach or both. I think you. I if it's me, if I'm the team president, I'm firing both of them. If especially if they lose the next two games, I mean you're two and eight. Let's just let's just cut bait here and and move on and get the next get uh, position ourselves for the next regime and allow them that they have five <laughs> picks in the first three rounds. That's a lot. You can you can start building a new team with that in this day and age in the NFL. I mean, you you definitely draft. I think the third round pick is a running back. They they need a younger running back. Aaron Jones first the, round pick better be a lineman. The, the, the first round pick has to be an offensive lineman. Yeah, and maybe even the second. Yeah, second round pick though. You're not getting. A, you're usually unless you're playing a guard or a center. Uh, you're usually not getting an NFL ready offensive lineman with a second round pick. It, it generally lineman wise, offensive lineman. It's that's a tough position to come in. And not be a first day guy and be ready to play day one. Well, I mean, I got to tell you, they're really a lot of the Packer fans are calling for the guy that came from Penn State, the Sean Cl- Sean Clifford guy. Uh, he was the they drafted him this year out of Penn State, and in the preseason and things, man, he looked fucking really, really good. A lot of people are calling for him for the for them to for them to replace love with this guy because this guy, you know, they still got him on a rookie deal. He's a rookie. And then, you know, to see what he would do. But you look at the you know, in the trench a perfect example is the Cody Motch kid. You know, he's coming for the Bucks and they're trying to to play him, but he's he's struggling. He's struggling. And it's it's that is probably, you know, the most difficult position to come into the NFL and excel in that and tight end. I'm just saying, the Packers drafted this kid from Penn State, think fifth, sixth, and he came in this this year during the uh, uh, during the exhibition games and just fought, look, it looked really, really good. Supposedly, the reporters are saying at practice that he has he's more accurate than Love. He's you know, he's oh, pick- Sean Clifford. Yeah, Sean Clifford. Packers drafted him. He's on the pack. And then the, and then the Packers for the third round for their third quarterback that I think they put on the practice team or somebody picked him up was the XFL MVP AJ McCarron AJ McCarron Packers had him Brian and I watched a few preseason games with him and he looked like don't, a fucking stud Don't get fooled by the preseason Bubba 
I'm not going to get fooled by the preseason, man. Did, it's not did, real football. Did the McLaren guy end up getting going somewhere? Or is he still, Alex Mago? My mistake. Alex Mago. Yes, Alex Mago. Did he end up picking up somewhere, or he's still with the Packers? On I practice? believe he's still with the Packers. Yeah, I think he's still with Green Bay. Which tells you all you need to know when teams have lost so many quarterbacks, and he's still sitting on their practice squad. I mean, PJ Walker was a superstar for the XFL, and he's kind of struggling. Thanks, kind of struggling. Well, no, huh? <laughs> kind of struggling. He's been terrible. Let, let's, let's move on. Uh, what happens in the Michigan Spygate, Signalgate, Jim Harbo did know. Like, what happens? They, that's he, the thing. It doesn't matter if he knew. Uh, now in the, N, in the NCAA, they have made it clear when you have stuff, shit like this going on, it's falling on the head coach. So there's no plausible deniability. There's no but rogue they've showed, guy. But they've even, they've even showed that they, there was some correspondence that showed that Harbaugh knew. But even if he didn't, it's irrelevant. And I think the fact that he did know will will land him a, a bigger, stiffer penalty. What do you think of that? Now, you know, they're obviously I what, think they're going to get a postseason ban for next year. Allow, <clears throat> allowed to play out this year. Yes. And then postseason next year. Like like a postseason can't play any bowl anything like that. And I, if I'm the if I'm the Big Ten, I'm I'm uh, penalizing them as well. They cannot play in the conference title game or anything like that. And it's looking like it's looking like the guy did it. Oh, hundred! Like, did you see the latest video of him at the Central Michigan sideline? And you see yeah. the Ray Bans that record. He's wearing the recording Ray Bans, oh and you see the lens God. above. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely him. Uh, uh, Jim McElwain, which I was wondering where the hell he went. He's now the head coach for Central Michigan, and he was pretty much went on the press conference and said, "Yeah, that's him out there, and we're trying to figure out who the hell's credentials he used to get there because he wasn't on our list." And. How shitty are you if you're Michigan and you're trying to steal the signals from Central fucking Michigan? No, 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 no. They were playing Michigan State that oh, game. Okay, okay, okay. So he he was on that sideline to look over at the to Michigan, Michigan State. State. And there's video of him saying um, uh, edge edge pressure or edge rush. He, he's so he's just supposed to be this low level like recruiting staffer or whatever he's supposed to be. And during the game, he's right next to Jim Harbaugh and the and the coaches on the field telling them stuff. Like there's there's just it's so obvious. Like Michigan fans just need to get over themselves and go, yeah, we cheated. We'll take whatever punishments coming our way. Not this whole uh, righteous indignation. Everybody cheats, and what's the big deal? And everything like. And Dave Portnoy's out there being obnoxious with it. What's he saying? Oh, it's not that big of a deal. I'm and, and he took a picture of himself at a football game saying, "I'm stealing their signs right now," and this and that. Yeah, he's a big, big uh, Michigan fan. Well, big. Well, he's Michigan a big fan. Michigan fan. He's a douche. Uh, uh, moving on to the World Series champions, man, I didn't even know that they fucked. I mean, like, wow. Probably the one of the, the lowest the te- watched ever. Texas Rangers taking on the Arizona Diamondbacks. They swept them in four. No, it was five games. I mean, five. Swept them in five. They, they beat them in five. Uh, the Diamondbacks won one game. I did not watch one pitch of the World Series. Did you? I watched, like, an inning. Yeah, I watched a couple innings. Walker likes it. Yeah, he just because just it's baseball, you yeah. fuck who's playing. Yeah, exactly. And I watched it and I turned it off. Uh, which sets me up for the Rays. How are the Rays looking? And is it, boy, it's been super kayfabe on the on the Franco deal, has it not? Yeah, it's been real quiet. And I got to think that that might be good. I, you know, it's not bad. The longer this goes without something happening to him, the better his chances. Right. And supposedly he's going to be playing winter ball down in the Dominican. Yes, he is. So, <clears throat> so like, does that mean that? You know, 
that the Rays may there might be some wiggle room in the fact that up oh, here's here's a a, here's a, a a bleacher report latest here from yesterday. Oh Give no, it, this is August. See, this is old. This okay. is old. So there's nothing new. Nope. I just looked too. There's the, the earliest was why he's off the roster. And well, I mean, here's just, a deal. Oh well, now let's see what this is. Is this a rehash? These are all rehash this articles. Give, this gives uh, this gives. Uh, Franco, Franco's people. Uh, uh, now, see, the Rays have to distance them themselves. They have to say, "Listen, we're not, we're not in it. Major League Baseball is investigating this. You guys got your team of people down there, but you know, Dominic Republic is shady as fuck. And so, you know, Franco's got his boys that are making contact with these families that these girls, you know, allegedly that he fucked and mm-hmm. messed around with. And you know, I think I read an article where. It's not uncommon for somebody to cut a deal with the father of the family, and then the father of the family calls it off. And in Dominic Republican, like if when the father of the family calls it off, and then they no cooperate on the process, and it's it gets it just goes away. Yeah, but it won't go away for MLB, and that's going to be the problem for him is them investigating it further. And uh, and and I mean, look what happened to freaking Trevor Trevor Bauer. Bauer. I mean, who, who, by the way, you know, clearly the evidence was he didn't do it and nobody would touch him. Nobody was allowed to touch him. And see, if I'm him, I'm filing a lawsuit against Major League Baseball. And I want all of the the correspondence. Like the way Kaepernick did. I want all the correspondence and the communication between all of the owners, the GMs and the league. I want that. I want that discovery. I want to see what they were saying. Kaepernick got $85 million for collusion. Yep. And and I'm the same thing. If I'm Trevor Bauer, I want that. I want that shit. Give it to me. Give me the fucking. And, and if not, give, and me, you know, give me $100 million. Right. Or, you know, because if he can prove that, you know, general manager A told general manager B, hey, man, this guy's fucking trouble. We got a sexual gimmick going on with this dude. You know, right with him comes that. Because that's what. Kaepernick and, and Kaepernick, I think some of the more da- some of the more damning evidence was just like uh, one general manager saying, "Man, you know, with this guy, guy comes a whole lot of fucking drama." So, oh, he you really, know what? He's really going to split your team, like you know, he'll polarize. He's a very polarizing guy. What's that? The Bauer. So here's the thing with Bauer is I think the Dodgers ended up paying him out. I think the no, Dodgers did. Yeah. Yeah. So he's now a free agent this year. So he wouldn't have any real damages yet. So he got paid not to play. For the last so two his seasons. So his deal got, he, they, he got his salary for the last two years. Yeah. So there's no damages. So there's no damages yet, but he's a 2024 free agent. So, so this is where. So like if nobody would pick him up or they would use that against him, then he starts occurring damages. Right. Because he's only 30, 33 years old. Well, no, I mean, technically the, the Dodgers released him uh, January 12th of but, 2023. But they still have to pay him. Yeah, but he was a free agent. No yeah, one picked him up. I know, but there's but no, no damages they, because he got he got paid yeah. his salary, yeah, so he can't still, prove damages. So no teams picked him up. Doesn't matter. Yeah, well, yeah, but let me make a point. You could have that discovery, uh, but yeah. he did. You know, he, he's clearly been blacklisted and blackballed. Clearly, so have I. Yes, but um, hold on. Well, yeah, he had to go. Uh, they paid him out for what he was owed, but then he had to go sign in Japan for four million when he probably could have got ten to fifteen, twenty million. In the major leagues, what, he, what, he was making thirty four yeah. average in his he, last contract. He, he was gotten twenty five. Killing it, saying, but yeah. They, yeah, no one signed him. But he was killing it. Yeah, he was a good pitcher. He was one of the premier guys, was he not? He was. He was a hell of a pitcher. You don't pay a guy average salary contract uh, forty thirty four million a year for him to suck. So, so did the Rays lose Glasgow? 
they got to trade him. They can't afford that. I mean, the way they run. What is it, 30 million? It's 25 million. I mean, that would be the highest paid Ray of all time. By like $10 million. <laughs> right. Right now, currently, it's it's Fra- it's Fra- Franco at what? Four, 15? 16? I think they paid Kiermaier 15 one year. They did. Yeah. I think he got hurt. So, yeah, and, they, and owe, they owe him $25 million next year, and there's just no way they're going to be paying him that. They but either, somebody will, the Red Sox, Yankees. Oh, no, they can, they can trade him for sure, and they will get a heck of a haul back. Yeah, and that's, that's what, gonna, that's that's what, they, what they got to do. That's yep. their model. Is that what they're doing right now? I mean, are they saying, hey. Oh, they, they're working on deals. Yeah, absolutely. Right now they're calling around saying, what, what, what do you guys want? But part of the problem for them How is. How good is he? It's a good free agent market this year, though. So. It, it hurts him that way. How good is he? He's very good. Well, he's just coming off Tommy John, though. No, but he? no, he's two, he's a year and a half removed from Tommy John now. Oh, okay. Or it's actually like two full years removed. He's he came back and pitched at the end of last season, and he came out and pitched this year. He suffered an oblique strain, um, and and but that was it. But he pitched really well, especially once he returned from the oblique strain. His stats after about three or four starts, his last two months of the year, he was pretty lights out. <clears throat> takes me over to the Lightning. Uh, so I forget what, maybe it was a couple Saturdays, a couple Fridays ago. I'm watching the Lightning. I don't really get to watch them as much as I'd like. And let me, they're playing Montreal. They're yep. up They're up 3-1 going into the, like like eight minutes left in the fourth. Up 3-1. They blow it. Fucking Montreal ties them, then beats them in overtime. And it was the fourth time in a row for the last four times that Montreal has traveled to to, to, to Amelie Arena, they've beat the Rays in overtime. The Lightning. <clears throat> I'm sorry, the, the Lightning in overtime for the last four times. So I know the Lightning have since pulled the nose up. I think they're 4-3. No, they're 4-2-3. and three. Yeah. Um, they're right where they need to be without their starting goalie. Yeah. I mean, that that this is fine. Everything that's happening is okay. They're, they're in the mix. I mean, they're only... I mean, they win their next game and they they're in second place <laughs> in their division. So, and when Vazzy comes back, is that a game changer? Yes, with regards to what we have now compared to what he will be I'll healthy. Say the kid now is is playing well. It's a, we are not losing because of goaltending. We are not losing because of goaltending. We're losing because we don't shoot the puck. Well, that's part of the problem. The problem is we've got two new lines. We you know those two bottom lines are essentially completely new, and it takes time to gel. They only play like five preseason hockey games. They don't four preseason hockey games. They yeah, don't have a huge preseason. Nothing. So you know they need time to gel in a game situation. Um, they're they're gonna be okay. Are they gonna? Are they going to offer Stamkos a deal? Um, I, I just for the life of me, being a lifelong you know Lightning fan since the day they started as an expansion team, um, I was never really big into hockey. Until the Lightning, you know, was my hometown team. Uh, my stepfather grew up a, a a Blackhawks fan, and I grew up in Indiana, which is probably the Chicago Blackhawks. But we were close to the uh, Red Wings as well. But I, you know, since uh, when when I when my home when my hometown got a hockey team, then I became a huge Lightning fan. I am a Lightning fan, and I just as a Lightning fan cannot even fucking picture. 91 not being on the team or being traded away. I cannot, I just cannot. And I know that he'll take a team, I know he'll take a team, team friendly deal. And he was sort of kind of, I don't know, felt disrespected that they didn't want to start that process, you know, in the off season this year. Yeah. What's, what's your opinion on that? He, I mean, it's, it's not gonna, looking good. It's going to have to be a really team friendly deal though, because they've got, um, they've got quite a bit 
tied up already for next year. They're not going to have a tremendous amount of cap space. They've got about 11 million total, but they've got um, like seven guys they've got to sign. So they've got 11 million to spread over seven dudes. They, they could probably get away with six and and not keep, you know, but it's it's going to be tough for them to I mean, make it all I mean, fit if he wants any more than like four million a year. What if what if Stamp Go came in and said, I'll take four million a year? Then I think you sign him. I think what the Lightning were doing to try and, you know, to be careful was just to make sure he hadn't really lost it, lost it. The problem is Stamkos, you know, I, if I'm if I'm the Lightning, I would have get offered him a five or six year, four million dollar a year deal, which is going to be longer term than like a any, twenty million, like a twenty million five year deal. Yeah, because that takes him all the way to his age thirty eight season, and right. it's more money That's than four million a year. It's and guaranteed twenty locked in for 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 five years. Yeah, and it's more money than anybody's going to. It's a longer term than anybody's going to probably be offering him at this stage. Even make it six years. Hell, kick it out. Because by by those seasons, twenty four million, you can make four million on the salary cap work in Easy. six years. From You're gonna now. get that in TV money, right? You're yeah, gonna well, get that it, in the, salary the sal- cap. Increase. It's gonna it's gonna increase. It's right. gonna start to increase here. We've still they're still stuck in the COVID, right. Because of the everything, it froze everything. You just, you just you just cannot have not have that guy on another team. You just Vinny LeCavier was one thing. Marty St. Louis was another. You know, uh, Chris Gratton. I'm just thinking of some of the the big you know, the big faces of the franchise, and Steve Stamkos by far is the biggest face of the franchise in the history of the franchise. Would yeah. you not agree? Yeah, and he's and he had a great year mm-hmm. last year, and he's and he's 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 had he's he has a pretty damn good year going on right now. He's got four goals. Yeah, he's he's doing what he does. He's in he's yep. in his office and he's doing what he does there. From he's got three goals. He's over there on the five, le- over there on the left side, cocked up, ready for you to shoot him a one timer. Right, he's got eight points in seven games. That's on pace for ninety points for the season. That's pretty damn good. That's pretty damn good. I mean, you get that guy for a you know a four, four million I, a year. I don't know that they can get him for that, and that's the problem. I oh. think he's going to want six million a year. What if they say, Steve, bud, here's the numbers. Here's here's the numbers. Here's what we can do. And still be competitive. Like, do you want to be competitive or not? I mean, I mean, I think you sit Steve down and say, Steve, here's the numbers. Here's the numbers. Here's what we can pay you. We're not trying to shuck and jive and 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 to penny pinch you, bud. This is what we can pay. Here's the guys we have left. Here's you. We want you to retire a lightning guy. We can spread it out over six years. Let's make it a let's make it a six year twenty five million dollar deal. Well, the way they should that's really? a it's like four point oh one million a year, like so, something like that. So the the problem with the NHL is the the contract, no matter how you end up paying it, guaranteed is no, but it, it's it's broke. It's equal across the board. So like you can play reindeer games in the NFL. And backload contracts and do things like that. You can that. play reindeer games in the NBA. Yeah, you can play reindeer games in the major in baseball. You can't play reindeer games in the NHL. And so, like next next year, we know the salary cap's going up from eighty three and a half to it's projected at eighty seven and a half. Then the year after that, it's projected to go to ninety two million. Well, that's a big jump up from the eighty three and a half million we've been at right. this year. So that, if, that pays for Stamkos alone. Right. If you could bridge him, if you got him to take a, a team-friendly one-year deal with the promise that his next contract will be a little, that you'll, you'll make up that money that you would get on the open market if you just w- take a bridge deal with us. Take a one-year, $4 million deal or, or a club-friendly deal. Or hell, if he really wants to be club-friendly, take a one-year, $1 million deal 
whatever the league minimum is for him and then promise him like, you know, man to man, you know, there's no guarantees, but we are going to give you, uh, you know, three years, six million a year after this. That might get him to do it. Otherwise, you know where he's going, don't you? Toronto. Or Montreal. Yeah. I yep. mean, he's there. They would, oh, my God. He's definitely going back to Canada. And then finally, my last topic I wanted to talk about is my buddy Deion Sanders in Colorado. I think Deion has made a little bit of a mistake by letting these guys kind of they 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 turn they they were fur and listen I I love Dion to death I want him to I want him to win every game they can, but I think that they kind of started they kind of thugged out, and they were America's Cinderella story and everybody loved them and it was a great story, and I think they've lost that lightning in the bottle they had not not necessarily because of the games that they've lost but because of their behavior, and I think the Shiloh. The Shiloh Sanders hit, which I think really was probably not a targeting hit. It was. It was a targeting hit. I know. I <laughs> absolutely was not. <laughs> I mean, huh? I mean, it was called one. I, what but I'm it saying, wasn't. It was not a targeting hit. You think that was targeting? No, I said it. I no, said, no. I'm looking at Lummy because I've had the, the NFLers, Rob Gronkowski. Um, I mean, if you look at anybody who commented on that, who's played the football game, they said that is absolutely textbook tackling. So anyway, hold on. Let me let me let me. I know the referee called it. Let me referees that call the show. Let me. I know. Let me progress down the path. Whether or whether it was whether it was or was not a targeting hit, we can't do anything about that. They called it targeting. He got thrown out of the game. I thought his thug body language. I thought that is what wasn't a good look. And I think Dion needs to get a handle on all this jewelry and the watch dance and the show me the EPO and get back to the hard ass preseason type mentality he had where everybody's got to earn your own number. <clears throat> you know, nobody. I think that they've lost a little bit of focus of that with regards to how pop, pop culturally famous they became. And, you know, I, I, I know, I think, I don't know that Dion will win three more or I, you know, I think he'll win two more games. Well, then they're bowl eligible and that's all you need. I well, think, it, I think they'll beat Arizona and I think they'll beat, uh, I think there's, Washington and, State. I, and I think they'll beat Washington state. That makes them bowl eligible. Well, bowl, bowl already, bowls have already said that even if they don't win six games, they're invited them. Well, that's great. If, if there's not enough teams to fill the spot. No, that's not true. It doesn't have to be. The, yes, it does. The, no, the Bulls make the decision. No, the but the, you cannot take a – there's NCAA okay. rules. You cannot right. take – Google it. You cannot oh. take a 5-7 and seven team over an eligible 6-6 six and six team. You can't do it. Okay. So, so Bulls can say all they want. If so, if there's enough Bulls-eligible teams, they Brian, cannot take But, Brian, five would you team. not agree that Dion needs to do not a hard reset but a little bit of a public – I reset with regards to where this team is right now. No, I think you play out this season. You finish it out. You thug. You you do whatever. You, you you're gonna get all they need to be. They they would be. They would have offensive line. Offensive line. They 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 would have two losses right now if they had an offensive line. Yep. Two losses. They would be sitting here at uh, at five six and two. And, six and two. Six and two. And we would be talking about the amazing turnaround it was. They just don't have an offensive line. Shador's under constant pressure. He has no he's time a, he's to throw. A, he's the most sacked quarterback in, in NCAA. And it's not his fault. It's not like he's most sacked because he's stupidly holding onto the ball right. too long or trying. You know, he's yes, he could probably he, dump it off and throw the ball. He literally has a guy on him. By the time he's back and set, he's got he's running for his life. 
But but that, at left tackle, let me. I could literally call Dion and say, I got this big guy. I think he could literally do better than your, any of your yeah. left tackles right now. Just getting away. But just, this, he just needs a he just needs a fifth of vodka in his locker room every every day. Here's the there. thing, though. I I called, him out. I called them a six and six team when we when we did the preseason review. I know. I didn't buy the hype that oh you know oh you know they won their first three games. That's great. Those aren't real teams. Okay, TCU was in a complete rebuild. A complete rebuild. They didn't know what they were putting out on that field. And then, yeah, Nebraska, a joke. Colorado State should have beat them worse than they did. Yeah. You know? Well, there's one of these last games they should have won, though. There's one that they should have won. But Stanford, absolutely. Yeah, they They're should've. up 31 nothing at halftime. 29. Or 29 nothing 29, at halftime, biggest, whatever it was. Biggest blow ever. Yeah. So that's – and you know what, though? That's not offensive line bad. That's bad coaching. Yeah. That's yeah, 29 nothing. coaches lost the game, period. That's on him. That's 100% on him and his staff. You can't keep your players focused. You can't keep their mind in the game against a garbage team like Stanford. Garbage team. They're awful, and they've been awful, and they're going to continue to be awful. They're awful since Jim Harbaugh left them. Yeah, they are <laughs> they terrible. Good sense. I just hope Dion turns it around, gets the team kind of a little bit more less thug and a little bit more humble, and they go. They make. They make. They make a bowl game. And then you know, and then and then watch out. I mean, if he was able to take, you know, I mean, you know, his 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 draft. I'm sorry, his recruiting prowess is really going to start showing here in the next, you know, two or three years. When his people that he's recruiting, this is really his first year. Didn't he? Let me get the. Um, I think the number one overall quarterback uh, for, for 2025. Yeah, yeah. He, he got that That's guy. Right yeah, yeah. He yeah. did. I mean, he's got a lot of good recruits. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how this all... And they're switching conferences, too, to an easier conference, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, the Big 12. Is that easier than the Pac-12? As of right now, yes, it is. Pac-12's loaded, aren't they? Well... Yeah, they got a lot of ranked schools. The Big I mean, 10, you, you mean? Or, no. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> they're all Big 10 next year. Oh, they all, all of them are? Yeah, and, and Colorado's Big 12. That's what he said. He said the Pac-10's loaded this year. I said the Pac-10's loaded this year. Oh, I thought he meant they're going to be loaded oh, next no, year. No, I'm like, no, they're going to be – there's only two teams The Pac-12 this year's loaded. Yeah, no, they're – You got UCLA, you got USC, you got you got uh, Oregon. What, where, you got, what are their big non-conference wins? What are their big non-conference wins out of the Pac-12 this year? Well, they don't have much. They'd have none. I mean, it's great when you have teams that are beating up the, the dregs of society. The Pac-12 is always what we think it is, Okay. What, are we going to point to uh, Oregon's impressive win over Portland State or their eight-point win at Texas Tech? I mean, Hawaii, they, they play the, – so the, the thing about the Pac-12 is they only play three non-conference games, and they generally play the, – the good teams in the, in the league play against shit opponents. Well, not, not USC. They play Notre Dame. Again, uh, the good teams play against shit opponents. <laughs> Notre Dame ain't that great, man. They're okay. Uh, they're, they're, mean, they're 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 a top. They're a top twenty-five team. I will say that about Notre Dame. They're a top twenty-five team. Yeah. Whew. I think I got through all my points. Anything you guys want to bring up? Just that the Pac-12 is overrated, and don't buy the hype, everybody. It's it's not that good. It, they're not that good. They have no impressive. Give me, give me yeah. your prediction of what the Bucks finish, and give me your prediction of what the Packers finish. Bucks finish either eight and nine or, or seven and ten. I would have to actually look at their at their schedules. I think they, I, I think they go eight and nine. 
I really do. The Bucks. Yeah. I think I think they go eight and nine. Eight I'm nine. leaning towards that, but yep. I want I want to look at the actual schedule and say that's a win, that's a loss, that's a win, that's a loss. So I think the Packers go five and twelve. I'm pulling up Green Bay now, so their next game is uh, hosting the Rams. They can beat them. That's a toss up. Yeah, that really is, and it's at, at and it's at Lambeau. I'm going to give them the win. All right, so three and five. They lose on the road to the Steelers. Yes, three and six. They lose at home to the Chargers. Three and seven. They lose on the road to the Lions. Three and eight. They lose. To the Chiefs, three and nine. They beat the Giants, four and nine. They lose to the Bucks, uh, four, four and, and ten. ten. Um, they beat the Panthers, five and ten. They lose to the Vikings, um, five and eleven. Five and eleven, and then they lose the last game to the Bears. And I said five and twelve. Five and twelve. Who's, yeah. their, who's the Vikings quarterback? Uh, it it uh, is going to be um, Josh Dobbs. Actually, oh. not not terrible. They no. traded for him, so that's why I've got. By then, he'll be up to speed, and I think that they win that that uh, New Year's Eve game, and oh. and it's in Minnesota. But, but, and Jefferson is going to come does back. Does Green Bay get embarrassed on Thanksgiving Day? Of course. Oh yeah, they get it's at, it's at, Oh oh, that's going to be that. The, that's the, gonna the be lines are going to that, that's half the, that, that that's the early, And that's the early. That's the eleven a.m. Thanksgiving Willie the day of that. I think that's a thirty-four to to ten game, <clears throat> maybe more. Packers get their ass whipped. Oh yeah, because first of all, historically the Packers are not good inside in Detroit. They weren't good at the Pontiac Silverdome, and they're not. They haven't been good at Ford Field, and they're also not good at Minnesota either. They're horrible indoors. The Packers are. I'm with you, Brian. I'm saying five and twelve for the Packers. Does that give them a? What does five and twelve put you? Top five pick. Um, five and twelve puts you. Maybe like probably, pick seven or eight. Probably eight, yeah. yeah, eight or nine. Yeah, somewhere in there. Maybe, maybe because there's a lot of bad teams this year. And so it's just going to depend how the, the season shakes out. But uh, I see I see four or five, five more victories for the Bucks as well. Uh, so I see that. So I, that puts them at eight and nine. Perfect. Oh, Papa Macho has, a, he said his mic's off. He has an announcement. Oh. You like to say. Well, he's, you know, usually I have his mic on. He never Especially says Especially the sports talk. So I was back here working hard and uh, fixing Brian's complaint about the hotline being on hold with everything else. So we went ahead and fixed that problem. So if you do busy all, it does not affect the hotline. Oh, I that's awesome. That. So Brian, you're, get right you're through. You're the man. Hotline. He is, he is, he is. Why don't you give it up to you him, know, Brian? You know what I was going to say? Uh, I was not hating on him earlier, earlier today. I asked a question because I was ignorant. Earlier today. And it did come across dickish. Earlier today, I said anybody that wanted to leave, get the fuck out. I don't need you. With the exception of Macho Man. He's the only guy that really I can't afford not to have around here. I'd say Lummy does a lot. Red's very important. So right, right, yeah, yeah I, I would say you can't afford to lose any of them sure, at this point. We're skeleton crew here. So you guys know that. You I can replace Lummy. You're I can all re- irreplaceable. I can replace Lummy. I can certainly replace Anna. I've replaced Rhett before. I'm not saying things are going to well, go as good as they are. I'm not saying that we're not going to have a you know a dip in a dip in performance. But you know, I mean, come on, guys. You know, I'm just kidding you. I love you. I'm going to give you a four speed a four speed ear grip. You all come have on. you all have free reign around here. Bubba can't do shit to you anymore. You are the kings. <laughs>